And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, what we're going to do is we're going to flash back to yesterday. We're going to talk about some of the things that John talked about yesterday, because those things that he talked about yesterday resonate with me even today. Now, who is this John guy and why am I going to talk about him? John is a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. He's been a member for about 14 years. And what makes him unique amongst the Lifestyles Unlimited members that are out there is that he got involved with real estate investing in a completely different manner than the majority of us would get involved with real estate investing. What am I getting at? Okay, real simple. John, at the age of like 17 and a half, 18 years of age, had something called a, a college fund. His parents had been paying for years into a college fund. And when it came time for John to go to college, they had this pile of money sitting there and they were staring at it. And they realized they had two options, two paths that they could follow. Path A, go to college. Use up all that money that we'd saved up over the years, spend it on obtaining a degree, and then get into the workforce and then trade time for money. Hopefully you get a great paying job. Hopefully you get something like a 401k with matching funds. You know, you know all those things that the employers talk about, right? So that was that was path A. Path B was no college for you, go right into the workforce. We're going to do it by buying a 50-unit apartment community, and you're going to learn the business from the inside out, owning and operating that apartment community, and it's going to change your life. Now, if you are in John's shoes, which path sounds more inviting to you? Which path sounds like it might be more interesting? I mean, going to college and exploring whatever it is you want to explore, earning a degree in whatever you want to earn that degree in, taking an additional four, maybe five years to, to get your education under your belt before you start your life as an adult, or plan B, go right into working and working for yourself and making a difference in your own life. Oh, by the way, that, that work involves, it's, it's hard work. It's not too dissimilar from the hard work that you would be doing if you spent the first four or five years going to college. It's, it's kind of the same work. And, and many of you, many of you in your mind, you're reflecting back on college. You're realizing that college may or may not have been what you thought it was supposed to be, right? For some of you, it was an education. Yeah, it was an absolute education. You went to school specifically to learn information that you couldn't learn anywhere else. That, and that's some of you. But that's not all of you. That is not all of you. Many of you, me included, by the way, I went to college specifically because I was taught the same thing that John was taught. You know, go to school, get good grades, get into the workforce, except John didn't take that path. He didn't take that path. But I'm talking about you and me now, right? So we're taught that path. And the education piece is a check the box piece, right? It's a check the box piece. You have to go to school. You have to get decent enough grades. You have to put in the minimum requirement necessary in order to stay in school, right? So that you can earn that degree so that you can compete. And once you finish the degree for that job, and then you get into the workforce and you're trading time for money, right? 
Okay. All right. So I have, I have just proven to you that many people don't go to college for the sake of education itself. Many people go to college specifically because they have been taught by people in their lives that have told them that is the path to success. That is the path to financial freedom. But why didn't John take that path? I mean, he had that path laid out before him. He didn't take that path because he saw something different. He saw an opportunity to become an owner and an operator of his own business. People like other members of Lifestyles Unlimited. People like his parents, who are also members of Lifestyles Unlimited. All of these people wanted to see John succeed. And you know what John did? John succeeded. Now, if you did not get the opportunity to listen to the conversation that John and I had, you need to go to lifestylesunlimited.com. When you get there, go to either the radio tab or the podcast tab. You get access to all of our radio shows. They are reconverted into podcasts. But John shared some intensive information with you about how to be successful as a real estate investor. And he also shared information to you parents about what you ought to do for possibly your children's sake with regards to real estate investing, whether you become the lead investor yourself or you have your children become the lead investor like John became. So what does this all have to do with today's show? This has everything to do with today's show. And you may have realized that, you know, if a guy who's 18 years of age can get involved with real estate investing and he can build himself an empire and at the age of mid 30s, I think he's like 34. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say maybe he's only 33 years of age. Here's a young man who has made incredible dynamic changes in his life. Let me just hit you with some information that you may or may not be aware of, shall I? Many people in their 30s, they have something that's called either a midlife crisis or maybe they have a financial crisis. What am I talking about? There is something that happens to them in their mid-30s that causes them to, to move away from what they are doing for a job. Now, some of those folks have a midlife crisis. And many of you are saying, 30s? Really? That's way too young to have a midlife crisis. But let's, let's analyze that for a minute, shall we? What about the fact that throughout your entire life, you were taught to go to school, get good grades? You did that. Even when it wasn't convenient, even when it didn't make sense to do it, you still did it, right? You did exactly what you were supposed to do. You got through high school, you earned that diploma, and then what were you advised? You were advised to move on, right? Move on either into the workforce or into college, right? It, and it doesn't matter who advised you. It doesn't matter what advice you took. You did one of those two things. That's, that's what just about every 18-year-old in this country does. They either go into the workforce or they go into college, all right? So we're clear on that, right? Now, if you go into the workforce, what are you trying to do? You're trying to put your best foot forward, right? You're, you're trying to do the best job possible. You're trying to impress your employer because you want to be employed next Monday, right? Okay. All right. Let's, let's switch back to the people going to college. You went to college because you want to party like a Viking. You want to drink like nobody's ever drank before. And you want to just enjoy your life, right? Okay. Yeah. I, I, just, I just described what happens on college campuses. Now, some of those people that do all that stuff also earn degrees. A lot of them don't. They actually wash out of college. If they wash out of college, what do they wind up doing? They wind up going into the workforce, right? And if they go into the workforce, what are they trying to do? The same thing those 18-year-olds 
are doing already. They are putting their best foot forward. They are doing everything in their possible to do the best job possible for their employer because they want to work on Monday, right? Okay, fair enough. Now, what about those people that are partying like Vikings and drinking like nobody's business and they actually earn that degree? What do they wind up doing? Well, they wind up doing one of two things, right? They either go back to college and earn an advanced degree or they go into the workforce, right? And, and what about those that earn that advanced degree? Eventually, the education path has to run out. Eventually, it has to stop. And eventually, you've got to do what everybody else is doing. You've got to get into the workforce or you just throw your hands up and say, that's it. I'm going to be homeless. I'm just not going to do this American dream thing. I'm just going to be homeless. Now, that is not a viable course of action for you. And I don't think that's a viable course of action for anybody. But there are people that choose that course of action. The reality of it is, for the majority of us, eventually we get into the workforce. And what do we do when we're in the workforce? We put our best foot forward. We do the best that we can to do the best job possible so that we can impress our employer, right? Because we want to be working there next Monday, right? Okay, fair enough. And then what happens? What happens over time? We get into a habit where we're trading time for money. We are. We're trading a lot of time for money. And over time, we start to realize that maybe what we're doing isn't getting us anywhere. Maybe what we're doing is problematic. And then maybe, maybe in our mid-30s, something else happens to us that has nothing to do with what I've already described, which is a midlife crisis. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a financial catastrophe. I'm talking about something that happens to you financially that you weren't prepared for. Let's say you're cruising along. You're in your, your mid-30s. You've been working for the same company for the last 10 years. You're the mover and you're the shaker. You're the go-to guy. You know that in your mind, nothing's going to ever happen to jeopardize your job. And then one day you go to work and you find out the company's been bought out by another organization. And what are they doing? They're eliminating 70 to 80% of the jobs in that particular company because they become redundant and they don't need it in the new organization. Guess where you fall within that new organization? In that 70 to 80% of the jobs that were considered redundant, now you are unemployed. And guess what? Probably no golden parachute for you. Probably no severance package for you, what do you get? You get the fact that now you don't have to work 40 or more hours per week, but now you're not earning an income. Now, maybe you've got some money in savings, right? And and you're looking at that money in savings and you're wondering, wow, how long is that going to last? Because my expenses are pretty high. I pretty much spend everything that I bring in, except for that money that goes into my 401k. Well, maybe I had to tap into the 401k. Yeah, maybe you're considering it. You're thinking about it because all of a sudden the immediate pressures of life are impacting you. Let me take you guys a step farther. Whether you had a financial catastrophe like a downsizing or a layoff or something like that, or, or you had the, the other experience where you're having a midlife crisis, you just don't feel like you're getting to where you should be getting to. When either of those things happens to you, you're going to stop dead in your tracks. You are. And you're going to start thinking different things. Now, Stephen Covey points out that when, when these kind of things happen to you, he says that you start thinking that you're not smart enough. And in that case, you start thinking what you need to do to, to fix that 
is to spend a bunch of money that you don't have to go get a degree that you don't probably need so that you can maybe get a better job either with the organization you're working with or some other organization. And here's the problem. You're just as broke as you were before you even started that journey. And now you probably have a bunch of student loan debt that you didn't have before. Okay, so that can be problematic. Now, you may make more money, but that increase in money may not have been worth it for the amount of debt that you took on. Does that make sense? Now, Covey also points out that some people think that they're they're just. They're just not using their time wisely. They need to spend more time focused on the job. Maybe need, they need to be there before everybody gets to work, or maybe they need to be there, you know, past when everybody else leaves. Maybe they need to come in on the weekends and get stuff done. Maybe they just need to, to continue to spend more and more time on the job. And here's the problem. That comes at a cost. It comes at a cost for all the other things in your life that you want to spend time on. The most important one to me is the family. Yeah, if you are giving up all of your family time for your job, man, I'll tell you, that's that's a problem. And it's not going to solve the problem that you're perceiving at work. Now, Covey also points out that that some people think that, you know, they're just they're just lazy. They're feeling like they're lazy. Maybe they need some motivation, some self-motivation courses. Well, here's here's the problem, folks. The problem is not with you. The problem is with the map that you've been following your entire life. That's what I've been describing on this entire show is, is the map that you've been following your entire life. And that map is flawed. That map will not get you to a place of retirement based on what you think it's supposed to do for you, because you're going to have either a financial catastrophe or you're going to have a midlife crisis hit you somewhere along the way. And you're going to realize that what you're doing, it just isn't working anymore. Now, for many of you, Many of you, when this happens to you, you don't know about real estate. You don't know about the possibilities of real estate. So what do you think about doing? Maybe, maybe you ought to change careers. When we come back from the break, I'm going to talk about changing careers. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Want to continue the conversation inside the community? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook. Stay up to date on upcoming events, market trends, member stories, featured podcasts, real estate wisdom, and more. You can even join us a couple of times a month as we go live with our case study events right on Facebook from the comfort of your home. Get online and get in the know. Turn listening on the radio into participating in the community. Like and follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I am working on your financial freedom. And on this portion of the show, we're going to get into this concept of changing careers. I want to talk to you about a career change. Now, some of you are happy doing what you're doing. So do you need a career change? Well, maybe yes and maybe no. If you're happy doing what you're doing and you don't see any financial demise on the horizon, then maybe it's okay to continue doing what you're doing. Just just be on guard that things could could change. Now, what about you that that are not happy? What if what if you've done the math? What if you realize that the money sitting in the 401k, no matter how much money you keep putting into that 401k, is not going to get you to a place of retirement? How how do you do so, how do you solve that? 
And some of you think, well, the way you solve that is you get a better paying job. That better paying job all of a sudden produces more money that can go into that 401k, right? So that's how you do it, right? But here's the problem. Now you've got the better paying job. So doesn't your quality of living increase also? So doesn't your di- don't the dynamics that you look at regarding the money that you need in the future, are they not impacted by the fact that you now have a, a better job, a better quality of life? Yeah, see, you're always playing catch up with that 401k. And I'm here to tell you that 401k is destined to fail you. It is destined to fail you. If statistically, if you look at the number of people that achieve retirement just with the 401k, that number is very, very small in comparison to the people that fail. Very, very small. Now, I could give you a statistic. I, I, could, I could tell you what I'm looking at right now, but it doesn't matter because the statistics are what the statistics are. The 401k plan for retirement is a failed plan to retirement. And there are Americans right now in this country that are learning that very hard lesson because they're trying to retire off of those 401ks. So what do you do? My suggestion is instead of changing careers or, or well, wait a minute, let me take a step back because I still have to talk to those of you that you're, you're at that point. You want to change careers, right? Okay. So we have to address that. You want to change careers. All right. There's, there's two paths you can go by. You can go by the path that I was about ready to suggest, which is don't change careers. Learn how to invest in real estate. Learn how to correctly invest in real estate. And when you learn how to correctly invest in real estate, all of this career stuff, it may be resolved for you. So what am I getting at? Going back to those of you that are happy with your careers, that, that don't see a need to change. What if you learned how to invest in real estate and you spend a couple hours a week on that real estate while still maintaining that full-time career. What if you kept doing that? And that at the end of five years, you built up enough assets that it's replaced the amount of income that you earn from that job. And now you have a decision point. You have a decision point. Do you leave that job and live off the proceeds of your real estate and no longer work? Or do you continue in that job or maybe change jobs because you like working? It's a great problem. It's a great problem, but that's the problem for people that enjoy doing what they're doing. The majority of you out there, you, you've come to a point where the job isn't fun anymore. You've come to a point where the job is not productive anymore. You've come to a point where the job just doesn't provide you enough in the way of income anymore. You need more income, right? So now what you're thinking about is you're thinking about, well, what if I change jobs? What if, what if I do a career change? I've got, I've got about three months worth of savings built up. I, I could work on that, right? But here's the problem you're, you're looking at. One of those things that's, that's tied up with changing careers is maybe you don't have the right education. And here's the other thing. What career do you jump into? What career do you take on to replace the one that you have right now? Because this new career didn't we already establish this? This new career has to pay you more money than what you're making in what you're currently doing. So what, what jobs pay a lot of money? Well, physicians make a lot of money. Surgeons make a lot of money. They make anywhere from like, I don't know, $200,000 to $400,000 per year. But how long would it take you to go back to school to learn to become a physician or a surgeon? And I think the, the, the standard number is like about eight years, right? Now, they may carve off four years because you already have a baccalaureate degree. So all you have to do is the medical portion. But that's still four years of college. 
and you're probably already still paying for your student loans, right? Okay, so so maybe that's off the table. Unless unless you truly have a burning desire to be a physician or a surgeon, that one might be off the table. How about orthodontists or dentists? They make a lot of money too, right? Like one hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars or more per year, right? But it's the same problem. It's the education piece. If you don't have the health sciences background, where do you start? Maybe it's going to take you up your up to eight years of education in order to get going in that field. And you're already in your 30s, so do you really want to start that new career in your 40s? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Well, here's here's a career field that I know people make a lot of money in, and here's why I know this. Because a lot of these people are Lifestyles Unlimited members, and they no longer work in this career field. What's the career field? Petroleum engineering. Petroleum engineering. Those cats make some money. They, the, my, my research says that they can earn between $137,000 to $208,000 per year, depending on their experience and the specific sector that they work in. Now, engineering. You can go back to school and get an engineering degree, right? But it's only going to take you, what, two, three, maybe four years? Okay. Kind of the same problem as the healthcare problem, right? To, to get into those top-paying jobs, you kind of already missed the boat because you already took a different path. And you may have taken that different path because you didn't want to deal with the intensity of the education that these medical providers and these petroleum engineers go through in order to get those degrees so that they can get those jobs that pay them a lot of money, right? All right, so what else, well, what else pays good money? Well, pharmacists make around one hundred to one hundred sixty thousand per year, but it's the education piece again, right? IT managers, now they can make like ninety to one hundred fifty thousand dollars per year. But what do you know about IT, right? I mean, if you have a degree in business, you might know something about IT, but you don't know the ins and outs of IT. Now you could go back to school and get that IT stuff, and maybe you could do it in a year or two. But again, you're going to pay the costs of going back to school. And for many of you, for many of you, you're, you're looking at the fact that I don't know that I can change industries. I don't know that I could, I could change from the industry that I'm in to another industry that's going to pay me a lot more money without going through massive education. So what do I do? Well, maybe what I do is I just go back to school and I get an MBA. And I just get an MBA because it complements whatever I have for my baccalaureate degree. And then it sets me up for management within the organization. And I know within my organization, managers tend to make a little bit more than I'm making. So maybe that's the path that I go by. But here's, here's what I found out. I did some research. I wanted to know what it costs to get an MBA in today's environment. And here's what I found out. Effective September of 2021, that's, that's the latest research that I found, the cost of an MBA program at a reputable business school in the United States of America can range anywhere from $50,000 to $100,000 for the entire duration of the program. And that doesn't take into account the fact that maybe you have to go to school full-time, and if you go to school full-time, what are you doing for work full-time? Can you work full-time and go to school full-time? Many people find that a bridge too far. Well, John told you that he owned over 1,500 units within six different apartment communities. So what's the actual number? The actual number is 1,522. Why do you care? We know that real estate in the current marketplace, in the markets that we invest in, we know that real estate tends to produce about $400 per month per single family asset 
and about $100 per month in multifamily assets. What you decide to do, follow-on education, doesn't break the bank. It does not break the bank. It keeps you at a reasonable number. It's way, way less than what you would spend if you went back to college to get that MBA. And it is tangible information that you can use. So what I'm suggesting is this. If, if you're in a situation where you, you've, got, you've got to get out of the job, you just can't take it anymore, I'm going to recommend that you take a breath and think about just how bad is it really? Are you making it out to be worse in your mind than it really is, or is it really that bad? Depending on your financial position, there is a way for you to do that. But for the majority of you out there, I am not going to recommend that. Real estate is not like the stock market. It's not like an instantaneous gratification thing. You have to go out and you have to buy the assets. You have to operate the assets and you have to build up what those assets do for you over time. And then you have to continue to add assets to your portfolio. So if you're, if you're just like, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. And you don't have like a million dollars in your 401k, then what you need to do is change jobs, change jobs, Hunker down. You can still do the real estate stuff on the side. We will teach you on the side. So you're going to have two things running parallel. I'm going to suggest to those of you that enjoy your job, become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. Let us teach you how to invest correctly in real estate. You'll, you'll get an asset. Maybe it's a single family home that pays you $400 a month that you don't have to really do anything in order to get that $400 per month each and every month. Or maybe you buy a multifamily asset and maybe it's a 12 plex. Okay. And maybe that 12 plex is paying you $1,200 a month. Remember a hundred dollars per door every month, month in and month out. Can you see how that increase in income from an external source called real estate can benefit what you're doing right now and take some of the burden off of you to earn income and it builds over time. So regardless of where you are, whether you are, you're satisfied with the career that you've been in, whether you are dissatisfied with the career that you've been in, whether you're looking to change careers, whether you're looking to change jobs, whether you're not looking to do either of those things, real estate is still a viable option for you because what real estate will do for you is it's going to change the dynamics of your income structure. Do what we want to do, when we want to do it, how we want to do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What is our number one responsibility? Is it to our family? We'd like to think it is, right? But what is our number one responsibility? Our number one responsibility is to that employer, right? Because if you're not taking care of that employer, that employer won't take care of you. Once you build up that portfolio, you don't have to worry about leaving the career field. You don't have to worry about whether or not you're making enough money from the real estate, because if you're not making enough money, all you do is go out and buy some more real estate, buy some more real estate, get some more income, buy some more real estate, get some more equity, buy some more real estate. Everything goes up. It all tends to go up over time. This is something that statistically we know happens. So what I'm going to suggest you do and I'm going to make this a very strong suggestion is that you start becoming a real estate investor. You don't have to have a PhD to do it. You don't have to have an MBA to do it. You don't have to have advanced engineering degrees to do it. You don't have to have medical degrees to do it. What you need to have 
in order to do real estate investing is a functional brain. And I think you've got one of those. I think you've got a very, very well-functioning brain. And I think you can understand the mechanics of real estate investing. It is not nearly as hard as your mind is making it out to be. It's actually way easier than you think. And when you become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited and we put you through our 16-hour course where we teach you how to invest in single-family assets, to invest in multifamily assets, we show you the different ways that we make money in real estate, and then we teach you specifically how to put that plan into effect. Once we're done teaching you, you have a roadmap in your hand that you can follow, a roadmap that's going to get you to a place of retirement in the next five years or less. Now, I think that is a better course of action than changing jobs or quitting your job or trying to live off of your savings because maybe your employer decided it was time for you to go. I don't want you to have a financial catastrophe and I don't want you to have a midlife crisis. What I want you to have is an education in financial freedom. In order to do it, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.